those things happen, they happen all the time. And when you talk to girls one-on-one, you're like, yeah, me too, me too. But it's not really something everyone talks about, like you said. But also I think it's just a reminder. I'm glad we're doing this podcast because I think it's a reminder for women who have um, been in this world for a few years that it's just a reminder to be open and nice to, to new girls or to new people because you never know what people are going through and how they're feeling. So if someone does, you know, ask like, Hey, can I come like, yeah, extend the invitation. Like, I think it's nice to take, I guess, new, new people under your wing. What gets us through this crazy hockey journey is our amazing community of women. Inspired by our online network, Breaking the Ice is a platform created to connect us even more as we share our stories, our passions, our tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey, and so much more. For hockey expats, by hockey expats. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. My favorite line ever because I say it every single week, but there you go. This is your daily reminder to stop what you're doing and get outside, okay? Because I was inside for like, I think three days, two days, and I started going stir crazy. This morning, my dogs were wrestling for like over an hour and I was like, we have to get out. It was so cold. I didn't want to go outside, but I did. And I felt so much better after. So if you're sitting on your couch, not wanting to go outside, but knowing that you need to throw some headphones on, throw on your winter coat and go for a nice long walk. This is a super good episode. I am so excited for you to hear it. I honestly do not even have a long intro this morning. I do not want to spoil anything today. Lane and I are talking about friendships. And friendships outside of this hockey world, friendships inside this hockey world, all of the good stuff. And you know what? It's really something that I have found that not a lot of people talk about. But I think that it's something that we all want to hear about. So I hope you enjoy this episode and let us know what you think. Share to your story if you're loving it. Enjoy. All right, Lane, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. You guys, this is our second time recording it. We actually recorded an entire episode and our audio was like not connecting. So now I just feel like I'm talking to an old friend and having episode number two come out. So (laughs) welcome to the pod. Thank you so much for having me. It's so funny that we've already done this, but thank you. I know. I was so bummed I lost that content, but now I just feel like we're going to have an even greater episode and one that we can publish. (laughs) Me too. So Lane came to me with this idea about doing an episode about friendships, and I loved it right off the bat, but I'm not going to lie. It made me a little bit nervous just because, you know, I had this feeling like I kind of had to tread lightly with like what I say just because you never know who's listening or if someone would take offense to something but lately I've actually stumbled across a lot of podcasts about adult friendships and I found myself really resonating with these conversations and I feel like it's an important thing to discuss and it's also something that people don't really discuss so I'm really excited to just like dive into this topic with you today and hopefully people can you know resonate with it as well totally me too I'm excited so when you we chatted before you mentioned you felt like you and your husband were kind of different from your friends back home and you envied how stable their lives were which I can totally relate to that as well how did it make you feel when you were comparing your lifestyle to your friends that had a little bit more stability? It's so crazy because we jumped right into this hockey life right after college. And even at that time, I thought I knew kind of what the lifestyle was like, but then like when you're in it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is nothing like what I was expecting. Um, well, at least for my husband. And so we just, Kyle and I, we had no stability. Like he, it was like, 
every couple of weeks, he was on a different team in the coast um, where he started in the ECHL. And it was, it became just, it wasn't right for him. It wasn't right for me. So I stayed back in his hometown because I couldn't personally keep up with the move. I'm like, I don't know how you're doing this and playing. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I didn't have any friends in his hometown. I was just staying with his parents. So I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so alone and social media is king. So I see all my friends still together and they're getting coffees and pizza. And I'm like, oh my God, like I am missing out on everything. And then, you know, down the road, my friends are getting houses and building their careers. And I'm like, oh my God, like my husband, we don't have any of this. So it's like, it's so hard not to compare. And then I think the older I got and the longer we've been doing this, the more I'm just like, okay, this is our normal. And I have to stop comparing because it's complete, it's two completely different lifestyles. So I think that's, there just became, came a time where I was like, I need to stop myself. I know it's, it's really hard. I think like the older you get to, it's, you kind of want that stability. And of course, like it's such an incredible experience, but it is hard sometimes because twice a year we pack our crap up, we get on a plane, we move across the country, then we move back and we're there for a couple months and then we pack, you know, it's like, it's hard to find that like balance, I guess, because our lives are so not balanced. But yeah, I totally relate to that. And it is hard when you see people on social media that kind of just got to stay in one place. And it, it seems like you long for that when you're not doing that. Yes, for sure. And then there's like a moment where like after years, I was just like, okay, like you have to just be in the present and acknowledge like the amazing experiences that you're going through with your husband and how they might think it's cool that we're doing this. So it's like, there's comes a time where you have to just focus on your own life and stop comparing with others. Yeah, I love that. And I think it was probably easier to do that before social media was a thing because now everybody's posting their whole lives, right? Like on stories and you constantly can see what people are doing and where they're going and yeah, it's, I, I wonder what, what this hockey life was before, uh, <laughs> before uh, iPhones were, were a thing. I know. And no one posts about the bad things on social media. So, so every, um, on Instagram, everyone's having a great time. So I'm like, oh my God. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, just love talking to people in this community because you can hear about those things as well, you know, because you're right. Like people don't share when things are bad or I don't know if you've noticed this either but now I feel like this is whole sidebar but like on social media it almost seems to be like a thing where people are sharing struggles because it's a thing to do touche yeah. have you ever noticed mm-hmm. that like it's like people are it, it doesn't seem like authentic yes do you know what I yep. mean no I, I think you're right I think now everyone feels comfortable they're like okay, like everyone, uh, like Instagram life isn't always real. There's filters or space tune. So it's like, all right, let me show you like my struggles. But yeah, I do agree with you. I think it now that's like a trend too. So yeah, like it's like, I I mean, not to say that people are doing that for like attention or anything like that. Like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't even put this part in. It's just where my mind just wandered to right now. No, I agree with you though. I do. But it's like, it seems like people might be doing that just because everybody else is doing that or because they yeah. see, oh, this person's sharing this. So I'm going to do this too, because maybe it will get me a lot of likes if I share like a hard time I'm going through, but it's not like aligned with them. Like, I don't know. Anyways, yes. Kind of going on yeah, a tangent. No, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Total sidebar. Um, anyways, but so how have like some of your friendships outside of this hockey world changed since you have been moving all over the world? I think it becomes quite clear your like literally your first season wherever you are in this hockey world that who who your friends are because they're the ones who continuously reach out they're the ones that are asking how you're doing how your husband or boyfriend's doing and so I know I have like a core group of five girls I've been friends with for years and they're the ones I'm always talking to but sadly they're having friends and I'm just like yo like where have you been like I reach out. I feel like I'm the ultimate communicator. I'm always like, okay, I haven't spoke to so-and-so in a while. Let me reach out. And, and sadly, when I've done that with some friends, they just haven't reached 
breach back or they, or, you know, it takes like a week. They're like, oh, hey, sorry, I was busy. I'm like, oh, like Mm -hmm. it just kind of shows you like, you know, your, their priorities in the friendship and it is hurtful. Like I've definitely lost contact with friends because Kyle and I move so much and that it's heartbreaking, honestly. Yeah. Like one-sided kind of friendships you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself questioning, like maybe if we didn't move around this often, I could still keep up with my friends more often or people that I used to be friends with. But at the end of the day, I feel like the people that continuously keep showing up for you, like it's, like you said, it's going to become like really apparent. And it also makes you notice like who's not really stepping up and showing up for you. Right. For sure. I remember I confronted my one friend. We lived together like after college and I'm like, what's going on? Like, why aren't we friends anymore? (laughs) And she was just like, oh, like I'm a bad long distance friend. And I'm like, well, that's not a thing. Like if you care, you care. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you feel like in friendships, like you, do you feel like comfortable confronting people? I do. I don't know if it's like an astrological thing or just <laughs> me thinking too much in my own head. Like I just have to know. So I I feel like I'm always the person that's like, hey, what's up? Are you mad at me? Or like, did I say something stupid? Like I just, I just need to know. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like I'm such a Libra. What's your what's your horoscope signs? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. What's like, what are the traits of that? It's like confident and outgoing but <laughs> confident and outgoing <laughs> but like I also get nervous so like I overthink myself and it's like oblivion and then I'm like I can't take it I just have to know so oh my gosh okay. are you the same way well I'm a Libra so they're like very indecisive like they're very oh. they don't like confrontation which is so true okay like, no I feel like I definitely like pick my battles like they're like I like to keep the peace like I don't like to Mm -hmm. confront like it because it makes me uncomfortable and that's something I just have to work on it's like my throat chakra like it's like I have issues speaking my truth like if I have a problem sometimes and then I'll just Mm -hmm. like it'll build up in my head and then I like can't it it becomes overwhelming to me as opposed if if I just confronted it head on and I'm like hey you know what like I'm feeling this way Mm -hmm. um I would love to talk about it. And I feel like people would be so receptive to it, but I don't know. It's like kind of scary sometimes like addressing situations too, because you never know like how that person is going to take it. Of course. And it's hard to get the words out, right? Especially if you're nervous and then you're like, and then if you start crying, you're like, I look ridiculous. So <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to be quiet. So I totally understand. Like, how would you address a conflict with a friend? Like, do you have any like ways that you find work for you okay so yes I I've done this before in in the hockey world um on Ooh, team, even better. yeah it's very honestly and I I thought a lot about how I was going to address a situation because I didn't want conflict in the team there are so many girls and they're all so nice but we were all very very different so there were some clicks and at first I, I just really loved this girl. She was just so cool and she was so beautiful and so outgoing. And then eventually I just realized like, oh my gosh, we're totally different. Like the more I got to know her, I was like, okay, we don't really have much, like much in common. Like, um, so I just kind of slowly stopped hanging out with her, but I didn't want it to be a big deal. I didn't want it to be in a way that was like, I'm over this, like goodbye. And I'm going to be rude to you. Like, you know, the hockey world's so small and I didn't want to be disrespectful. So I, I just kind of kept my distance and obviously it became like an issue. Like you hear snickering. So I'm like, I'm just gonna confront this. So I just told her like, listen, I feel like there's a lot going on, but I, I respect you. I think you're amazing. I just don't think, I just feel like we're on two different paths. We're different ages. I have different things I want to focus on and there's nothing wrong with that and I you know we're civil we're cool I just I don't really have much in common with you and I just hope you're okay with that and um she she was not okay with it but I just I felt better (laughs) that I spoke my truth in a very calm way because I do like to curse so I was I feel like I handled that maturely for me yeah so how and then how did she respond 
she was really upset. I think she was hoping that I would be like, oh no, girl, like we're cool. But I couldn't lie. I can't, I have a face where it's like, you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do that to myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, for speaking your truth, because it's obviously like, that's an uncomfortable thing to do. And I'm sure that wasn't easy to say that, like, it's not a fun thing no. to do. And I'm sure you were like thinking about it nonstop. Yeah. I, I, I like had a rash. Like my husband's like, Oh my God, like figure it out. Like, it's just <laughs> like, you know, it, but that's just, it's just, you don't want to start anything, but you also want to just stay true to yourself. So it's very difficult. Yeah. Entering into this hockey world, have you ever struggled to make friends like on a team? For sure. Um, especially being a North American in Germany, my husband's played in Germany for the past five seasons. So, um, especially on, uh, I don't know, t- teams in smaller towns, not everyone speaks English or maybe there's only one other import and maybe they're there, maybe they're not. So that's always difficult because you're like, hi, does anyone speak English? And sometimes they don't. So I'm like, okay. And then because of social media, you'll see them like, you know, like having wine together or going on walks. I'm like, oh my gosh, it must be so nice just to have a girlfriend that understands your language. So (laughs) it can be difficult. Yeah. Do you like, do you feel like that's a situation where you would maybe say something or like, um you know like say hey like I want to be included like let me know next time um like that kind of thing for sure like you I I know I've definitely like Instagram message like this looks amazing where are this where is this like can you please show me next time I'd love to do it so I think especially women in this world this community that we're in you have to kind of stick your neck out because not everyone's going to know what you're what you want to do or how you're feeling so you have to even if you're an introvert, just kind of at least approach one person to kind of get into a group or just to kind of make a friend that way, because, or else you're just gonna, you know, be lonely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, with social media, like when you see people hanging out, but yet, like, I also do that. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's this weird thing where you like, you want to share what you're doing, but you also don't want people to feel excluded. But like, Mm -hmm you also don't want to not share because you're worried about what everyone's going to think. I've realized that there's just so many, sometimes some teams, there's so many girls and you can't always hang out with everyone or please everyone and everyone has different schedules. So I think eventually you just realize like, you know, you share your life, you include who you can and just carry on because if you're, you know, it, it, it does get, tense sometimes because yeah you see people hanging out and everything but I mean share your life and be proud of it too yeah for sure was there ever a time that like it got really got to you that you felt like kind of on the outs um one time I think there's one team we were new to the team and I just remember hearing snickerings of um, like, uh, I don't know, people are meeting up and they're like, oh, it's in the group chat. It's in the wife group chat. And I'm like, oh, I'm, there's a wife group chat. Like I had no idea. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't think I'm in it. And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, how do I approach this? So then I just kind of waited and then people brought it up again, like a later week. And I was like, is there any way someone can add me? Like, oh. and they were like, oh yeah, like we'll tell so-and-so, like, I don't know how that happened. I'm like, no, I, I don't care. It's just, that's fine. But so it, and honestly, like it kind of took like a few weeks too. So I was like, oh my God, like they don't like me. Or are they talking shit? Mm-hmm. So it's like that, you know, it, it doesn't feel nice. That like mental spiral is so real. Like, I don't know about you, but like when I think someone's mad at me, like it like eats me alive. Like I get like such bad anxiety, like, like in that situation, like I would have been oh my gosh, they don't like me. Like they, but sometimes people just like, don't even think about it until you say something, right? Like they're like, oh, like I didn't even realize, like I'll add you right now. Or like, I don't know. Yes, for sure. Yes. That's a, it eats you alive. That's why it's like, okay, if you don't approach something, you're, I'm not going to leave my house. So (laughs) such, it's so difficult. (laughs) Yeah. I remember there was this, and I, and I know I told you like last time when we were recording that I didn't know like how to say it, but like, remember that situation where I Mm -hmm. felt like excluded, but I don't know. I just, I feel like, like, I want to be open about it because 
I mean, I'm not like name dropping or like saying any teams or anything, but there was Mm -hmm. a season where I felt like I really put myself out there. I came in late during the season. And so like the groups had already kind of become established, which is fine. Like, obviously I came in late, so that's to be expected, but I didn't really feel like included when I showed up. And I felt like I kept saying like, Hey, you know, I would love to join. I'd love to come get drinks before the games. I would love to get dinner. Like, let me know when you guys are doing something, you know what I mean? Cause I would like show up at the games by myself all the time. And I felt really lonely. And I remember I kept saying it and I think I said it like literally probably 10 times to the point where I felt I would tell my husband I'm like I'm embarrassed like I literally feel embarrassed because I've said this so many times and it's like why am I even trying to put myself out there when it's not reciprocated like clearly Mm-hmm. they don't want me to be there you know what I mean like because that's what it comes down to because there's only so many times you're going to say like please invite me somewhere and yeah. <laughs> like, when people aren't doing it back that you're going to be like okay well screw it I'm just not going to say anything anymore and that was really hard for me because I like community obviously but it's mm-hmm. just like I didn't have that this year that year sorry mm-hmm. not this year it's definitely not this year. <laughs> I didn't have it that year and I just felt like this disconnect from the girls, from the team. I honestly, like it made me cry a few times because I just felt like I didn't have friends. So that was just really hard because I felt like no one really ever reached out to me. Um, Anyways, I just kind of felt called to share that because again, it's not something that people talk about because who are you going to talk about this with? Because if you're talking about it, then it feels clicky and you don't want to be like bashing other people on the team because again, it's like a family aspect, but it it is hard because I'm sure that there's other people that can totally relate to like what you and I are talking about, but like, don't really know who to say it to. Of course. First of all, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's heartbreaking. But those things happen. They happen all the time. And when you talk to girls one-on-one, you're like, yeah, me too, me too. But it's not really something everyone talks about, like you said. But also, I think it's just a reminder. I'm glad we're doing this podcast because I think it's a reminder for women who have um, been in this world for a few years that it's just a reminder to be open and nice to, to new girls or to new people, because you never know what people are going through and how they're feeling. So if someone does, you know, ask like, Hey, can I come like, yeah, extend the invitation. Like, I think it's nice to take, I guess, new, new people under your wing. Mm -hmm. And like, you know what, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And that's fine. Like, I'm sure Mm -hmm. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, or you're not everybody's cup of tea. But like, just trying to like, be kind, because like, everyone, again, is like not living where they're from, where their friends are from, where their family is like, and it's isolating. So I think I mean, you don't even have to hang out, but just like checking in or like sending a text like, hey, how are you doing or whatever? It, It goes a long way. For sure. And that just reminded me, um, my first year in Germany, it was the same thing. There's another import wife and she had been in the year, um, the, like the expat world for a few years. And this was my first year. And she was like, Lane, like, you know, not everyone's going to like you. And I'm like, oh my God, like no one has ever said that to me. She's like, no, like, it's true. Like you're not going to like everyone either. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're on the same team because your men play together. That doesn't mean you're going to be an automatic best friend or family. And as much as that'd be amazing, like that's not always the case. So it's great to have a mutual respect for everyone and just be civil, but that doesn't mean you're going to like leave holding hands. And I was like, wow, thank you for saying that because it's very true. Mm -hmm. and there are people that you meet like along the way that are lifelongers right like you know they're gonna be my lifelong friend they're gonna be in my life forever but there's also like outside of the hockey world you meet friends because it's organic right like you meet people maybe they're you're taking a yoga class and you strike up a conversation with someone and you get along really well then you guys start hanging out like it's like an organic connection and that's like Mm -hmm. what kind of progresses the friendship but with hockey you move somewhere and then you have a set group of people and honestly like I think everyone is like usually pretty great like I like pretty nice you know like but again like not everybody is always going to be best friends and that's okay I think just being kind and like knowing that we're all going through hard times especially this year but just like 
yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because it's like a built-in group as opposed to like meeting it on your own terms at an organic like situation transit. So how you're, are you 31? I am. Okay. So what was it like kind of transitioning from making friends from your twenties to your thirties or just like maybe losing friends from your twenties to your thirties, like when you're moving around so much? Oh, it's been a wild ride. I think like in my twenties, I cared so much. I wanted to be everyone's friend. Like I always stayed my true to myself. I never like pretended to like things just, just to be someone's friend. I just, I just wanted people around me. Like I wanted to be around people um, just so like, I didn't feel lonely, but now that I'm in, I'm 31, I just don't care anymore. Like, I think I just <laughs> lost the effort. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like sometimes I just don't have enough effort for myself, let alone other people. So I think some of it comes with age. I also think the other part mm-hmm. of it comes from experience um, you know, instead of getting like a little jealous, other girls are hanging out now I'm just like, cool, like cute. Like that sounds fun, but I'm not, I'm not kind of like, um, I don't know, like, like wishing like, or like, you know, do they like me still? Like, I just, I think I've changed a lot in my thirties. I think I'm like, all right, I have my core group of friends or like, if I meet a hockey girlfriend or wife that I really get along with, I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to be lifelong buddies, but I'm not going to go out of my way and just kill myself to be friends with people anymore. Yeah. I think like even that story that I shared, like that I was definitely younger. And I think if that happened now, I don't think I would be as sensitive to it just because I think you're right. Like as you age, like you do kind of take things like less personally, I guess. I mean, things definitely can add up for sure, but like it does make a difference when you are moving into a different stage of your life. Totally. And I'm sure with you, I mean, you're a new mom and you have a dog. Like it just, I feel like you're like, yo, I have other things that are way more important than than being upset over a glass of wine or something. Like for me, I look at it like that. I'm just like, okay, there are way bigger things in the world than I, than for me to be upset or wanting, um, you know, a friendship to work out or something like that. But again, I think that comes with age and experience. Mm-hmm. I was actually listening to a podcast today and they were talking about, um, it was actually about friendships too, ironically, like came out this week. I was like, oh, cool. It was like one of the podcasts I followed. Um, but they were talking about how when you do become a mom, which was relatable for me, is that because it's kind of like a hectic time where you're transitioning like into motherhood, it does, it is kind of hard to like keep up with your friendships. And I, it is like kind of a struggle because I realize like, oh, I haven't talked to this person in a while. Like I haven't reached out and I care about them and I love them and I want them to know that I'm thinking of them but it's just like this really hard time where like honestly it's like not my number one priority to be like texting people and it was a good reminder to me to like try to be more mindful and like when I do have downtime and I'm thinking about you know like a close friend that I love and care about to like send them a text or just let them know like hey I'm busy but I'm thinking of you and I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Like, is there ever a time where you feel like you're kind of like on the go and you realize like you haven't talked to people in a while and like that kind of thing? For sure. And I think you said that beautifully, but I also would hope that friends understand like, okay, she's a new mom. Like she has a lot going on. So but that's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. When you have friends that care truly, like they understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, I mean, most of my best friends have kids and I currently don't. And so I know like when I sometimes relate to texting me, like I don't take it personally anymore. I'm like, okay. I mean, <laughs> they're running after a child. They're busy. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sometimes it does feel a little like lonely because you're like, oh, like, you know, I just, I, I miss the days where they would answer me back in five seconds. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But then you snap out of it and you're like, okay, like life is continues on. <laughs> like, I totally know how you feel though, because I remember like before I was pregnant or anything and like a few of my close friends, started having kids it does change the friendship and it's it is hard because like especially like depending on how close you are it's like it shifts it's just like when someone enters like a new relationship with a significant significant other right like 
it shifts your friendships. And so it's like, it's always like evolving. But I think that just goes back to like what we were talking about. Like, you know, who's going to be consistent in your life. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I couldn't say better myself. Exactly. <laughs> but it is hard. It, it's like, cause you miss that person and you want to like, you don't want things to change between the two of you, but I guess like, what's that quote? That's like, every friend is like a, I'm totally going to butcher this. Like, I feel like I, every time a quote comes into my mind on this podcast, I like try to say it. And I, I it's like, I really should write it down before. <laughs> it's like, I don't. And then I try to quote it, but it's like, a, every friend is like a season, a season. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm going to Google this right now. You can do this. Okay. Hold on. Please hold. <laughs> People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Boom. Ooh, that's deep. I like that. Have you heard that before? I mean, honestly, probably, but my memory is so upsetting, so I can't tell you the truth, but. It's so true, though. Like, if you think about every single friendship that you have, even, like, if you think that person might be, like, a lifelong friend, but they, but it winds up not being that way they came Mm -hmm. into your life for a reason or like a season, like a period of time in your life where you needed them, where your lives were aligned, but then you just like drifted. Yes. That's a great point. And I think the friends are are in your life for a lifetime. I think it's like a huge testament to your friendship because if you can get through um, breakups, marriages, whatever kids like moving, like that just proves how close the bond really is, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Can we talk about couple friends? Like how amazing that is. Oh, it's the best. How fun is it when you find another couple that you like to hang out with you and your husband? It's like a high. I can't describe it. Everything just, (laughs) it just connects. I'm like, I want to hang out with so-and-so. He's like, well, me too. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. It's perfect. Cause it's hard. Like, I don't know. Like when there's two, when like you have a close friend or your husband has a close friend, but like you might not vibe with like their significant other or like your husband doesn't vibe with their significant other. It's like kind of like, you're not going to hang out like the four of you. Right. Yes. So then that's like your friend that you hang out with, like on your own spare time. But then it's like, you get the best of both worlds because you can hang out with your significant other and you can hang out with your friend at the same time. Yes. And you're probably hanging out more because it's like, it's just easier, like all together. So it really is best. You're totally right. You know what? That's an underrated feeling. (laughs) It It so is. is. And you usually meet those people too, like a lot of the time through hockey. Yes. Yes. I I love that. Like when Kyle connects with someone, I'm like, does he have a girlfriend or life? Yeah. I meet them and I'm like, they're awesome. And it's just, it's so nice. And it's fun too, because like when that happens during the hockey season, then it's like, especially if you are living in a different country, it's like the four of you can go out to dinner together. The four of you can go like on like vacation together or whatever. Like, and it's, it's so fun. It really is the best. That's a good point. Do you have like any friends that you met in a prior season that you still like get together with or like ever go travel with? Honestly, like I am trying to think, okay, yes, we have, especially in um, the Oberliga, like the first week of November is, is, is a break. So we tend to like do a vacation with like, one of the couples. RIP. Or... Yeah. This <laughs> season, not so much, but yes. And even when, you know, bands are lifted, I know there's like couples that were like, all right, like get in the car. We're going to make a trip. So I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, we have my shout out to like my, one of my best friends, Kelly, but she, um, my husband is best friends with her husband and we're best friends. Like they were both at our weddings and we all live in Boise in the summer. And that's it's, amazing. Yeah. Like they just moved there or they just bought a house there last summer and like, it's super close to our house. So we're just like four little peas in a pod. And like, they just had a little boy and we just had a little, or he's a year now, but the fun part about it is like they play in Germany. So like when we do have those breaks and like they coexist, like we do try to meet up and like up until we started having kids, like we do a girl's trip every year to like a new country. And I don't know, like that's so fun because you just like, it's fun having those friends that you can just like, that make the season go by a little bit quicker sometimes. Right. 
Yes. It kind of makes you feel like you're back at home. Like, and you know that you're going to continue being friends in, in regardless of the country. That's, that's really cool that you guys like live close to each other too, back home. That's so cool. Exactly. It's, it, you're right. It's like a little piece of home. You're like, oh, I feel like maybe I'm in the U.S. for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Cause life's normal. You guys can do, you know, the things that you would do back home. It's nice. Yeah. Do you, do you ever feel lonely? Like during the season missing your friends back home yeah I feel like every like like around this time like the holidays are gone it's cold and it's dark and you're like oh my god and I you know being abroad you miss so much you miss weddings and engagements and babies and there I mean there's times I just missed my one of my best friend's wedding and it, in um, October, and it was so hard for me because I was in the wedding, but because of traveling, it just wasn't safe. And I literally just FaceTimed like one of the bridesmaids. I'm like, just put me on the phone in the background. Like, I just want to be a part of the magic. But I, I think in that moment, I was like, wow, this sucks sometimes because you do miss so much. And some a part of me, I'm just like, oh, I hope they know that like, if I could be there, I would. Like, I'm not just skipping out. Like, it, it is hard to get away when you are in this hockey world. For us, like we're in Germany. So I'm like, okay, like flights can be expensive. How long am I going to be gone? And it just, it's, uh, it's really hard. And I just hope my friends understand but again, it's like, if you have the right people in your life, they do, but it is hard. I know it, that's whenever like someone gets engaged and I'm like, do you have a date yet? Like, is it in the summertime? Yes. <laughs> that's like the first thing I asked like, oh, I'm yes. thinking like spring. I'm like, can't be there. Sorry. Or like, not yes. spring, but just like the fall. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to fly out late. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. Oh, you're pregnant. Are you doing June? Like, please say June. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. One of my best friends got engaged and we're like, we're like, that's amazing. When are you thinking? Like, tell me. She's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> When's a bachelorette party? <laughs> yes. So like, I need to plan. Yes. It's, oh, it does get very lonely. Yeah, for sure. And like this summer, one of my best friends whose wedding I'm in, she's getting married like mid-August. And I think Charlie will probably, wherever we sign, would have to be out here by then. But so I'll fly out late. But I'm like, you know what? It's actually okay because I... I was here in July last year and I was dying at how hot it was. Like I literally said at that time, I am not coming out here again in July. It is way too hot. Yes. Like, are you kidding? Have people is... heard of air conditioner? Yes. That's so funny. Yes. So I'm actually like totally fine that I have to fly out later, even though I'm like, gives me anxiety flying by myself, but I'm like, I don't even care if I can take another month of air conditioning, I will. <laughs> Absolutely. It's worth it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Do you find that it's hard to like stay in contact with old friends? I think it's hard for people to stay in contact with us. Yes, I I, th I do think it's the other other way around. I think a lot of um, people think they're like, oh well, you know, the time difference. I'll I'll text them later, and then they just don't end up texting. Or, you know, I'll wake up at like three a.m. and I'll have messages. I'm like, oh girl, like I'm not gonna message or like respond right now. I'm gonna wait. And then there is a disconnect sometimes because of the the time difference. But um, it's. Uh, I wait, I forgot the question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, it was a very, it was a very clear question. How could you forget? I'm just kidding. It was very, <laughs> no, no. Very how, yeah. <laughs> how it is. Okay. So it's easy to stay in contact because, um, because of social media and because there's just so many ways like texting FaceTime, but you know, I do think it's just like the effort, like what do you want out of this friendship and how important are they to you in your life? And I think I would hope that if you show that kind of like love for a friend that they would return it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have like kind of a love hate with the social media with, with really? things like that, because I feel like in one way, because I do it too, like when someone posts a story, like you send an emoji back with like hard eyes, which is great. It's like, oh, love this picture, thinking of you, like, right? Yes. But then also I feel like it's hard because then that can be taken as that, that, that person's checking in, but they're really just sending an emoji. Yes, that's a great point. Yeah, like is that considered like being, like having good communication as a friend or is that just 
yeah just being like I saw what you posted that's a good I, point I think you need a combination of both like I think you yeah need, I think you need to be able to to like check in like it doesn't have to be all the time but say you check in like once a month do a little catch up over text and then also be like responding to stories to show that you care like you, you, that's so stupid that we were even like have to talk about like responding to stories but it's just like that's what this generation is and does but it's like okay so you're you know you're checking in and then you're responding to the stories that shows like you're caring and you're present but if you're just responding to the stories do you think that's like enough to like withhold a relationship I you know yeah you're right social media sometimes is so pathetic because like my husband like oh you know have you spoke to so-and-so in a while I'm like I mean just on Instagram but like you said it's it's like a double tap or like a like so and it's pathetic because it's like if someone from home like tags me in a meme I'm like that's so cute that you thought of me but it's (laughs) so ridiculous but I think it does need to be more like friendships can be so deep and I crave like those deep conversations with friends like my husband and I talk so much but there's just some things only girls will understand or or you know can help you with or relate to so I do think I mean social media checking in is great but you do have to reach out through text or through phone call you just you have to Mm -hmm. and maybe that makes me old but hey I think it's true no I agree I think like it's hard to to justify like an emoji over like a conversation. Yeah, for sure. And just even like um like my friend will post a video of her baby and I'm like, oh my God, like what's going on? She's growing so much. I feel like I haven't heard from her. And then I'm like, oh my God, Lane, she has a child. Like you should reach out. So then, you know, mm-hmm. it, you just kind of have to do some homework sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because it's, it is interesting because like, I was just going to say, sometimes I feel like since having a baby, like, which again, like people kind of, you kind of lose friends sometimes, like when you enter a new relationship or you have a baby or like you go through a life change, like, right. Like again, going back to what we're saying, like it, you always figure out like who's in your life long-term, but it can be disappointing sometimes when you feel like people aren't checking in, but maybe people think that sending that over social media qualifies as them checking in, but like, maybe Mm -hmm. it just means that you're not on the same page of like what it means to check in with someone. Right. Yeah. I mean, everyone's different. I guess it's just up to you and like kind of what your expectations are. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting into like a deep rabbit hole thought brain right now <laughs> like but, but it's maybe. true it's <laughs> it, those are like the difficulties with like friendship and in like social media it's just it's so it's confusing yeah maybe people think oh this means that I like I sent this so that that means that like they know I'm thinking of them but then the other person sitting there going they haven't asked me how I'm doing or you know and it's like yes but so they think they're fine the other person doesn't but they're just not on the same page of what it means to communicate yes now that you say that yes I even like um there was an issue I don't mind speaking about this because it's my family but yeah there was an issue um my mom uh she was liking um her daughter-in-law's uh Facebook pictures and like commenting and just you know all those things and then there was like a disagreement in the family and the um my sister-in-law was just like oh you never reach out and she's like I do on Facebook so I do think it's just like a disconnect (laughs) of like what you think reaching out is Mm -hmm. Mm wow and I feel like this this conversation is funny because you can there's so many things we could talk about within the friendship realm you know what I mean there's just so much like there's so much yes it's a large spectrum and I was I actually just looked at um the Instagram because I said does anybody have anything that you want us to talk about and someone just said long distance friendships which we kind of have been talking about that a little bit um Do you have anything to add about just in general about long distance friendships? It's just like a relationship. I think with long distance friendships, you have to put in like the work. I'm not saying like every second, like, what are you doing? I'm drinking almond milk. Like just like (laughs) maybe a weekly update. Like this sounds pathetic, but if you 
if a friend is upset with you, or maybe you're upset with them, like just make a reminder, like every Monday, check in, just, you know, see what's going on and just make the effort. And if they don't reciprocate it, I mean, then maybe stop putting in the effort because you're killing yourself or we're trying to keep a relationship that's totally one-sided. So I think maybe just keeping like little reminders to check in. I think I like to look at it as like a mental health check-in sometimes. Like I realize, especially with COVID happening, I'm just like, okay, I haven't heard from my friend in a long time. Like, let me just make sure everything's cool. So I think it's having that outlook, I think is like a little bit more important too, just making sure everyone's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long distance friendships have to be, have to have effort from both people. You know, yes. like you have to have, like you have to put in the effort and the other person has to, to put in the effort and you know what life happens like you go through different things like you like your lives are not always going to be like parallel is that like yes. is it parallel yeah like <laughs> I'm like hold yeah. on let me get my geometry out right now I know it's I like can't even spell parallel <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just thinking of those trolls that could be listening that are like oh my god they don't even know geometry and they don't even know how to spell yeah. they want to be wrong anything- yeah, do they do anything besides be a wag? Living off your husband's dime. <laughs> oh man, too okay, good. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, totally, <laughs> totally valid. Um, yeah, like your lives are not Probably. always gonna be like going the same way. Like you're it's the thing with hockey friends is like you guys are kind of living similar lifestyles. So I would say like, yes, there are friends that you're gonna take with you for life from hockey. But that is kind of sometimes like maybe can fall into the category of there. It's a friend for a season, right? Because you're in the same season, you're in the same lifestyle, your husbands have the same job, but you might not always be as close to those people as you are when you're with them in the same location. And then there's the lifelong friends that you kind of build over time and you like gain that trust. And, but those friendships require a lot of maintenance. Totally. Yeah. Like you have to keep checking in. And there's times where like, I don't know about you, but I'll be thinking of a friend and I just like, I, it could be the time difference. It could be like, I don't know what it, like just something. And I'm not texting until they text me and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then like, that's when I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I haven't talked to you in so long. It's been so crazy over here. Like, how are you? You know what I mean? So sometimes it takes like that other person reaching out first to like remind you that you need to reach out more. Yes. I love that you said that. That's so true. And I think like I have friends that sometimes I don't speak to like every month, but then when I catch up, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Then it's like no time has gone by, but it just reminds you like, okay, we're good. And like, we should, you know, check in more often. Yeah. And I love that too. Like, I love those friends that you just know, like no hard feelings. Like if we're not talking all the time, like it's just because we're busy and we know that we still love each other. But when we can talk and our schedules align and we're able to like exchange some texts, it's the best. Oh, it is so great. Yes. And then it just reminds you like, oh, I love this person. I'm so glad we're in each other's life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we, we added a lot of good content here. (laughs) Good. Me too. I think it's all very relatable, truly. Yeah, I tried to like not have a filter on at all because it's like, I don't know, these are the things that like I want to hear about, right? Like, yeah, I want to hear about the struggles that people have in friendships because friendships are like relationships. Like there's going to be like ebbs and flows and there's going to be challenges and there's going to be conflict and there's going to be like amazing times too. For sure. And this is like a topic that can relate to, it doesn't matter what league you're in, what country you're in, everyone is going to have an issue or a question about friendship. And the older you get, the more you realize who you're friends with and who's important to you and who you want in your life. So I think this is a very important topic. I have a question for you. Yes. What would you say are the top three qualities that you look for in a friend? Ooh, oh my gosh. Okay. Same sense of humor. Like that's a good okay, one. Same sense of humor because there's some things I just find hilarious and everyone's like, what the hell? I'm like, <laughs> like, I need someone to understand. Okay. So same sense of humor. Oh wow. Okay. I'm really putting you on the spot. 
loyalty I'm a very loyal person like to a fault so I kind of expect the same thing like if you're hurt like if you hurt me I'm uh, <laughs> I sound like such an asshole but like I just <laughs> won't speak to you again like I just like, like I just okay so yeah loyal we have you know loyalty is important to me so same sense of humor like you have to watch Bravo um loyalty and I think like a mutual understanding of each other's lives and like a give and take, I think that's important too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are good ones. What would you say for yourself? (sighs) Like what do you look for in a friend where you're like, oh yeah, this is going to work? So I feel like when I meet someone, like I instantly know if I'm going to like vibe with them. Yeah, me too. So like for me, it's like, this is going to sound kind of weird, but just like having that like banter chemistry is like really important to me. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even, or just someone that I can like get deep with. Cause like, I don't know the older I get, like, I'm just not into the fluff there. Yes. Yes. For sure. I like to talk to a lot of people and it's not like, I actually like making small talk, like not just like, how's the weather, but like, I like talking to people. I like learning about people, but I Mm -hmm. think like my close to my heart, like ride or die friends, like they have to go deep with me. Like, yes, (laughs) like they have to, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, there has to be this, like, we can talk about anything. And I think that's the same thing as like, for me, trust is really important. Like what I'm saying to you, yeah, I need to trust that you're not going to turn around and go share my like things about myself that I'm telling you and like, comp- or, like privacy, like you're yes. going to go talk about me or go talk about like what I told you with other people. Of course. Yep. That's a good one. So like, that's important. I think humor too, just like someone that you can like laugh with. And like, again, just like have that, that friendship chemistry is like really important. Right. Like someone that you, there's no awkward silences. Like it's a comfortable <laughs> silence if there is one. <laughs> but that's not to say like that can totally happen when you first meet someone. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. It's just like an instant connection. Yes. But you can, like, there are some of my close friends, like at first it's not like that. Like you're like, oh, like, I don't know. And then now you're like best friends with them because sometimes people take a while to like warm up and to step into like who they actually are like in a friendship with you oh my gosh yes that just reminded me um of a story I said it last time when we did this interview and I just remembered it but it makes me laugh but yeah though our one season um there's a German girl and she just like wouldn't really talk to me and I was like oh my god she hates me and um she wouldn't talk to me but at the same time I'm like oh you know what she probably doesn't speak English okay that's what it is like okay and then um at the very end of the season it was the last game of the season she came up to me and she was like do you want some glue vine and I'm like excuse me like you speak English she's like yeah of course and I'm like why haven't you spoken to me or like even looked at me and she's like I don't know you have like that resting bitch face and I thought you were mean (laughs) and I was like oh I wasn't aware but now we're best friends and like she's great so it just kind of takes like once you get used to each other you're like oh my gosh like we're you're amazing why did we not speak to each other for an entire year (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's so funny yeah sometimes it just takes a little bit of wine together to like really get to that like to like peel the layers back and then once you like have everything on the line then you're like all right we good like we're cool we're close (laughs) yes we're close now yeah yeah that's so funny I can't think of a third thing but I think everything you said I'm in agreement with yeah yeah it's making me do a lot of reflecting I feel like and I know now I'm thinking of my friends like well why do I like them (laughs) yeah I feel like I'm gonna get off this call and like text everyone I know and just be like miss you thinking of you (laughs) (laughs) Lilas yeah are there any like things that turn you off like from a friendship like so there's things that like invite you in is there anything that's like a red flag to you that like I don't know, that make you like kind of distance yourself from someone? For sure. I think especially now that I'm more mature and I know myself and my worth, it breaks my heart when I meet girls that like 
are derogatory against other women, like maybe like body shaming or even, ugh, I don't know, like me, even like if they cheat on their boyfriend or something like during the season, like those things, I'm just like, oh my God, like, I just don't want to be around. I don't align myself with them. And it's hard for me to like respect a person when they just they're just cruel to even if they say in a funny way and they're just joking but to me it's like not a joke like that's not something that I find humorous so when I hear those things I just immediately check myself out I'm like I'm done because the last thing I need is like I don't know that behavior spreading and then it getting back to my husband and him being like was it true you said like those rude things about so-and-so and I just those things I, I'm not down with mm. have you heard of the podcast almost 30 yes I've listened to it it's amazing yeah I was just listening to this episode like last week called I don't know if you saw my story because I shared it but called healing the female friendship wound And this is actually, this just popped into my mind because I was like, what else? Is there anything else we could talk about? But I wanted to just bring this up if people are listening and want to check it out, because I don't know about you, but like when you're younger, girls are mean. Like when you're in, I think it started for me, like in elementary school, like I started noticing clicks, like I'd feel left out. And there are situations where I felt not, I don't want to say bullied because that's kind of like a little bit of an exaggeration for like what I'm talking about, but just like clicky, like bitchy kind of petty situations that made me a little bit skeptical of trusting other women. And that's something I've really had to work on as I've gotten older. And I think like finding this community has helped so much because I feel like people are really supportive and like loving and caring. And like everyone I've connected with over the podcast is like so amazing but it has taken me a while to get to kind of where I am now, where I'm able to like let more people in. No, that's a great point. Yes. Because sadly women are, yeah, women aren't always nice to each other. Like it's so easy to be like, like empower women and women supporting women. But at the same time as women, we're not always nice to each other. And that can be really hard. Yeah. Especially to like be open and honest with like a person and hoping they reciprocate or like, like the energy you're giving out. And yeah, it, it, you know what, it being a friend and, or being a friend, yes, being a girl and wanting to make a friendship, it can be intimidating exactly for that. You don't know who you can trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's an interesting episode for anyone that wants to check it out, healing the, f- the female friendship wound. And it's like one of their more recent episodes, but they just talk about how, like, just that it's like growing up how like you can have a different perception but like it's not really like that because I don't know people when people are younger and immature like they might be in that stage of life and like maybe they learned it from someone else and so then they do it to someone else and it's like kind of this ripple effect but as you get older like you obviously grow out of that and be like okay that's not right but I think it can alter your trust to letting people in Um, for sure it was interesting to me to listen to yeah that sounds good um do you have any takeaways or advice for anyone listening about friendships um I'm just there's a quote I think I have it at the top of my head (laughs) I don't need to google it I don't think but it's like (laughs) if you're you're not growing if you're always comfortable and I think that's very true I think you need to in order to grow and to change just just yeah I think you just need to kind of get out of your comfort zone sometimes especially in this hockey world just you know if you are feeling a little lonely on a team like feel like just message a person it doesn't you know the worst thing that can happen is for them just to maybe not respond or just be like next time like just stick your neck out and be a kind person and just you know just hope for the best Mm -hmm. yeah like put yourself out there and you know it's again like don't always wait for other people to make plans like sometimes you can be the one initiating a plan right like I think people can be kind of reserved too like to to say hey do you want to get coffee or want to go to dinner but they just wait till someone else offers and put yourself out there ask someone to go get coffee ask someone to go get dinner 
For sure. Like being vulnerable is so scary because it's so crazy. Cause you're like, okay, I'm going to ask her if she wants coffee. It's like asking a person out, you know, but at the same time, like they'll say, yeah. And then you can meet up and get to know a person. And that's, it's just, it's not that big of a deal when you really think about it, you're just trying to get to know a person. So I think you're never going to know until you just take a dive and just take the, you know, make the first move. Mm-hmm. Totally. I would also say to be nice to yourself because I think as women, we're so hard on ourselves. And I think we overthink so many things like you and I were just saying like, oh my gosh, do they like me? Did I say something stupid? Like I just be nice to yourself and just be mindful. I think that's also important. And I think with this podcast, you're doing such a fantastic job because it is a safe space. It's a safe community. So it's like, we can be vulnerable and chit chat about this. And I know that like, there's gonna be other women who feel the same way or have been through the same situation. So I do feel like it's a very safe community and like, we're not going to be judged for being honest. <laughs> yeah. And left by, except by L. Roberts, 92. I mean, she needs a life. <laughs> Truly. Or, well, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for coming on the pod again. Thank <laughs> you for having me. It's been a blast. <laughs> I'm glad we got some, some good audio this time. Um, if someone wants to um, reach out to you, where can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at Hey Guys, it's Fox. It's an old username. I can't describe it, but I'm too lazy <laughs> to change it. So you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Breaking the Ice. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review.